Welcome to Week Points, the podcast where we discuss what we've watched, listened to, read and done over the past week. I'm one of your hosts, Rich, and with me as ever is Nick. Nick, how has your week been? Um, it's been fine. You know, it's like we said the other day, you know, uh, the last week's uh, pod. You know, all of this is like an extended bit of that bit of, of the year, which is between Christmas and New Year, where, you know, there's not much to do. And it all feels a little bit like the party's over. We're not having, you know, as much fun. Nobody's going to work. So it feels a bit like that. It's fine, you know. There's been, you know, there's been a bit bit of... um, My neighbour, Ethel, I've been for a milk a couple of times. And then just to call me over and went... I mean, she's in her 80s. Lovely woman. She said, Nick, Nick, would you do me a favour? I said, oh, do you need some milk? She went, no, I'm going to be a bit naughty. I said, okay. She went, will you go get me a bottle of brandy? I went... Yeah, okay. And I set off and I suddenly thought, is this a slippery slope? Am I going to be scoring crap for her in a month? <laughs> Nick, Nick, I've never tried it. Would you get me some black tar heroin? I, I really I really fancy some. Apparently you can get it in months. Go and get me some black tar heroin. Go on, please. <laughs> I've been looking on Ask Jeeves and apparently crystal meth's getting rare reviews. <laughs> Yeah, apparently it's it's really it's really Moorish. Could you get us some? Also, I've I've sent off I've sent off, but I've used your address if it's all right. You've got a sniper rifle coming. It's mine, <laughs> but if you could just pop it round, it's monogrammed, so don't worry. Thinking of uh, you know dropping some acid and shooting some people. Just they'll never suspect me. So don't you say anything, you little tinker. I've been having a look on this dark web. <laughs> And apparently there's money to be made from assassinating people who've had affairs. Only thing is, I'm having to use one shoe and a slipper because my ankle's up again. Uh, <laughs> but I can go, I mean, I'm not moving fast, but I can get there. And and, and I've been practising them a hell of a shot. <laughs> Slow and steady shoots the face. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. There's yeah. a woman. Um, we we went out this uh, this evening to do the applause for the the uh, the key workers in the National Health Service, and there's a woman who lives over the road who um, who just keeps sticking her head out the upstairs window, uh, to, and she's banging a pan and <laughs> possibly insane. Yeah. It might be a cry for help. I don't know. <laughs> she never comes out. She never comes out onto the street. She's always out the window banging pans. And one day I expect to hear a little. A, a, you know, a muffled rifle shot from Ethel's upstairs window, and suddenly she'll come tumbling out, <laughs> like one of the Germans in the first Medal of Honor game. Aye! And down she'll come. Her um, her pan banging—it doesn't come across like a series of dots and dashes, does it? <laughs> Do you know? I don't know more, so I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to work that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if the message was horrendous? <laughs> Somebody get me some fags. Fuck the nurses. <laughs> what are you all doing? Keep it down. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you have had an eventful week then. Well, I mean, there's been that obviously, um, and I mean, you know, technology. Oh, I did. So last week again. Uh, any anybody? Hello to any new listeners. Hello to the people of Bataan. Um, any um, any listeners from last week will know that last week I neshed out of cutting my dad's toenails. I did it. I did it. This oh week. man! Yeah, yeah. Did I you have? Him... Did, did you wear protective eye eyewear? 
Um, I, I, I turned away. <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of doing it blind. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I mean, that you know, one did ping off. It wasn't. You know, it, I heard it go tsh, 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 somewhere in the room. <laughs> I don't know whether it hit the window or the other wall. It flew. I mean, it flew off. <laughs> and um, I mean, for the most part, he was very good. I'd got gloves on, and I, you know, I'd, I'd made sure he was all right and he was comfortable and stuff. But one of them. He, he sort of went, and it sounded like he was revving himself up, and I saw he was twitching, so I'd obviously, I'd obviously clipped him a little bit close. But the one, the milky nail, the milky nail, um, it is lifting up at the side, so I think that might be a, a, an infection. I'm gonna have to get on to the chiropodists about that, and I, I really ought to have done that today, to be honest, but I haven't. Or, or even last week when I did it. Um, so well, yeah. keep, keep us informed. I will. Don't worry. Yes, yeah, so that's toe. That's the toe section of the show done. <laughs> I wonder if we oh, get well. more mail about the toe than we do about our fucking TV watching habits. Well, not so far. No, that's fair enough. I will. If anyone is interested, I will send a photograph of my dad's horror feet. Um, you know, maybe, maybe the. Um... The, the reason why we haven't had a huge amount of correspondence about the toe section is maybe it's a, a little bit like, you know, when there's something good, but the, the pilot's a little bit like, ah, it's just setting the stage, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. And and then, it, and then it starts getting going around, like, episode two or three. So, like, next week, everybody's going to know all the characters. Yeah. They're going to know the situation, you know, know what your dad's like. Yeah, yeah. How good you are with the clippers, it'll all fall. That's right, yeah, and then eventually the toe. Oh yeah, it's gonna grow and grow, I think, you know. Eventually it'll have its own spin off and it'll be like Frasier to to our cheers. You know, we'll be sitting here doing this fucking bollocks and there'll be somebody somebody else going toe and it'll be all about my dad's milky toe. We'll look forward to that one. I don't, bastards. Nicking our fucking listeners. All oh, they'll talk about in Bhutan. They'll be having a game of archery and going, oh, we've got to get back. The new Toe episode's being released. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you discover, I did not discover, but didn't you uh, discover, didn't you, it's like you're Columbus, didn't you read uh, that archery is the national sport of Bhutan? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's um, like those traditional bows as well. You know, like the, not not your technical weighted Olympic. Oh, ones. right, not Olympic. Yeah, <clears> yeah, yeah. So the old old style longbow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think oh, I think um, doing it on horseback is a is a big deal there as well. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking hell! I won't go to, but I won't mess with them if they can fire an arrow accurately on a horse. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's you know. Yeah, I mean well, that's, that, that is, is some, that is something, isn't it? It is. Do you know? I, right. So I'm just gonna. Uh, it's massive, tan- massive tangent. This, but when I was a little kid, we went on a holiday to. I think it was Yorkshire Dales. I can't remember exactly. But pissed it down every single day, and and my mum sick of us. You know, we got no. I used to have them letter sets. Do you remember those things where you? Oh, you know, yeah, you, yeah. Love so I had a few of them. I'd, I'd done my letter sets, and we'd been down to a shop and bought a comic. I'd read my comic three times, and. My mum had seen in the paper shop nearby, like little toy shop, a packet of um, top trump. They weren't top trumps. They were like Marvel's own version, which I've still got now. Yeah. Uh, and then they also was Doctor Who ones, which apparently mm. are worth loads more. I ain't got them anymore. But it was like there were forty cards, twenty of the Doctor and his allies, and twenty villains. So the villains, you know, Dalek, Davros was there, Omegar, the the uh, the sea. Uh, what were they called? The the sea monkeys. monsters. 
not sea monkey, a thousand tiny magnets. <laughs> giant robot was there and um takes respects. <laughs> Just that page of the American <laughs> Jack Seven Foot Frankenstein Blue. Nine foot fully operational submarine. Emits Bronx oh yeah, whoopee cushion. Emits Bronx cheer. <laughs> but any anyway, so all the villains were there, but the hero I'm gonna get to the fucking point if it kills me. <laughs> the heroes because <laughs> Was your dad's toe one of them? No, it wasn't. But it would be if they made it again now. You know, you'd be looking through them and you'd be seeing, uh, you know, Jamie from the Second Doctor and Amy Pond. Yeah, my dad's toe. It'd just say Nick's dad's toe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you know, Vic's toe. It could be you know, if they being, you know, they wanted to be all formal and shit. Um, no, but but yeah. anyway, so it was weird because you know they got the proper villains. Um, on the on the, on the cards, but the heroes. It was the do- it was, it was one of the cards, and it was the Tom Baker. It was a picture of the Tom Baker Doctor, and then it was like Sherlock Holmes, <clears throat> Alexander the Great. Uh, it was like huh? from who might help the Doctor in his quit. It was bollocks. None of them have ever appeared in Doctor Who, and yeah. one of them was. I mean, they no. you know obviously got to the bottom of the barrel and carried on scraping because they you know they've got Sherlock Holmes, they've got Alexander, I mean, Alexander the Great, real person. Sherlock Holmes, definitely not a real person. They mixed all that up. By yeah. the end, they went, "Who else could we have?" Yeah. And they just went, "What about a, a Carpathian warrior? Warrior? What do they do? They fire arrows on horseback." And there was a, just a picture of a bloke who'd bent right round and was firing an arrow behind him, and underneath a little blurb said. Carpathian, the mo- one of the most fearsome fighting forces the world has ever known, able to fire arrows accurately from a horse, even facing behind them. And I thought, what a shit blurb. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they were great, the, the Carpathian warrior. I don't know how many there were. I mean, you know, Terry and his three mates, you know, get pissed up, get on their horse after a pub. Let's fucking ride them out and shoot some manners. So, there were, you know, there was... There was Terry and his three mates, but then you've got Sherlock Holmes, the greatest mind, the greatest investigative mind in the history of blah, 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 able to help the Doctor on his quest. If, if help was needed, and if anything we needed solving, Sherlock Holmes is your man. Who's he? That's Terry who's shooting arrows behind him, the cunt. You just think, fucking hell. <laughs> and they never let him in the TARDIS. He's always like, well, no, you can come in, mate, but you're not being your horse. <laughs> oh, no, not. no, they're all in there somewhere. The TARDIS is massive. There's probably an area where Terry and his mates are riding around firing arrows going, this seems awfully quiet. I, I can't see any enemies. <laughs> We've been riding for days. <laughs> so, yeah, you never know. I, I mean, fucking hell. Oh, well, I, I've, just, I've just passed this Marie Curie down there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she she's doing here. Yeah. But apparently Top Trump said that she had to be on here. I don't know if she won't. Einstein was in there. <laughs> Who's that guy? I don't know. I've just shot him. He looks weird. Oh, Jesus. Shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Shot him with an arrow through his neck. Yeah, very. Str- I mean, yeah, a very strange. And the three, and there were only three stats as well. So uh, you know, top trumps always have fucking loads of made-up nonsense stats. Um, yeah. And uh, this had it just had physical strength, mental strength, and weapons, and that was it. <laughs> how do they? How do they gauge I mental know. strength? What like in <laughs> in. Know. How well they're going to hold themselves together in when there's a crisis? Possibly, possibly. I mean, you'd have, you'd have someone you know, weeping. I think mental strength. I think giant robot had none. Oh, so that sounds shit. It was well. To be honest, 
I think that's the reason I got rid of that one. It had limited appeal. The, you know, the, um, the, the, the Marvel one made more sense because it was just physical strength, special powers and yeah. weapons. And you go, okay, that's yeah. fair enough. But mental strength, yeah, you're right. Which one of you is going to throw a Mardi if you can't get through a door? You, Davros. Fucking who's the, you. Who's the, who's the best at Sudoku? <laughs> shit. Yeah. Absolute yeah. shit. Anyway, oh. that, that is absolutely nothing to do with what we've been watching or listening to. Uh, and it probably, but however, it did probably make as much sense as Donald Trump's um, bizarre announcement this week. This has been the week of the uh, of the uh, of disinfectant gate, if you like. You're you're taking it out of context, though, Nick. Already. Apparently so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already, it was it was like I mean, it was really, really fucking obvious that he was joking and he was just being sarcastic. Yeah. No, you're right. It was bants, bants. Yeah, you're right. Of course, I, I, I yeah. you know, yeah. all I was all I was thinking, you know, uh, fool that I am, is that. There's the leader of the free world saying that we should all put fucking Dettol in our veins uh, and nodding and trying to... Um... Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Or, or um, failing that, if you've not got any disinfectant that you can inject into yourself, how about you shove a UV light up your ass? <laughs> because that, that works as well. Yeah, that'll work. Or just go out in sun for a bit. If you haven't got a UV light... Uh, and the equipment to put it up your ass. Just sit in the sun for a bit. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like. I like the fact that um, he was <laughs> he was so obviously cretinous when he was saying all that stuff. Yeah. But then when he got challenged about it afterwards, and he'd said, "Well, no, I was just being sarcastic," as if like, "Well, I mean, that's all right, isn't it?" <laughs> you know, because I was using the opportunity to try out some of my new fucking joke material. <laughs> Absolutely. Because when all this is over, I'm going to be out there at the comedy store. I mean, honestly, you, you, it beggars belief. How could he? How could he then? Say, I mean, I, I can almost not put my thoughts together, which isn't isn't a rare occurrence for me. But you know, how could he say that? He's gone. I'm very. You know, this this is my opportunity to calm the nation down. Yeah. And and we know that since I got voted in, there are a lot of fucking people out there. So I'm just going to tell them all the best thing to do is get, you know, whatever household disinfectants you've got and just mainline them or drink them. Uh, and that should that should do yeah. you. Oh, also, if you've got a torch, bang it up your arsehole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, lads, sorry. Did that one work for you? I'll, I, I'll open with that one. If, if it works, when I go down the side, I'll open with that. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hell. When he when he'd said it, what he should have done is tapped the mic and gone. Is this on? Is this, is this on? Or just or just gone. Are you having that one? Are you having that one, lads? Are you having that one? Eh eh. Disinfected. Are you having that? <laughs> yeah. I'm here all week. I mean, it's you know, he's he's lots and lots of people have said that there's a stand-up comic that I saw a clip of this week saying that Donald Trump's presidency is like a horse in a hospital. You just don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. Why? How did he get there, and all that? Yeah. But but yeah. bringing it more uh, close to the human experience, he's a relative that you didn't know you'd got who turns up at your fucking wedding, and just you know you can't get it. You feel you're duty bound yeah. to listen to him, and he's fucking horrible, and he turns out to be an absolute dick. Yeah, and they're wearing some really weird shoes that just are, are appropriate for the occasion. Oh yeah, without a doubt, flies undone. Yeah, definitely. flies undone, and yeah. a little bit of his pants is sticking out. Yeah, 
Yeah, <sighs> yeah. And um, his tie is halfway up his shirt, and it's but it's massive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a stain on his coat, and it isn't from your meal. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want to leave, and everyone else has gone, and even the fucking DJ's packed up, and he's still there. So I host silver lining. No, he's do he's doing readings. Oh he's got like God. a load of like. Right, really, like, f- paper that's been folded. You can tell it's been folded that many times. It's starting to come apart at the fold. Oh, it's yeah, come, it looks like It's, a, like, turning into dust. Yeah, it looks like a relic map, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and he's just got a few of his ideas that he needs to tell everybody about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's him. Yeah, that's him. The leader of the free world. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that is the news. Let's go on to let's go on to lighter things. Okay, let's do Light, that. Lighter and brighter things. Up your ass. What we've been watch, what we've been watching. <laughs> so I I'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off because I've been I've been watching a golden oldie, and um, now I don't know why this film. I think it came up as on my recommended. I don't think I particularly sought it out. Um, and you've watched it as well. I did a couple of weeks, a couple ago. Of weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I was watching um, the Dead Zone. No, not the dead zone. Yes, the dead zone. Dead zone. Oh. I think it is just dead zone, isn't it? Oh, no, I think it's the dead zone. Oh, is it? Yeah. <clears throat> As, dead not zone. to be confused from the any dead other zone. dead zone. The dead zone. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> dead zone, comma, the. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, um, I watched that again, and I don't think I've watched that for about 20 years. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine it's probably the same for me as well. But I, it, 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 was, it wasn't... It wasn't uh, uh, recommended for me. I was just scooting along, scooting along the Amazon thing as, as uh, just rather idly, and I went, "Oh, oh, Dead Zone." Do you know I haven't seen that for ages, as as you thought, and and just popped it on. Yeah, yeah. It's. A, I mean, I'd forgotten. I, I'd forgotten some of the elements from the story, um, so that that was enjoyable. Um, but the start is really slow. The start is really slow and really clunky and really badly edited. <laughs> I just, I just think they look like they're having the worst time ever at that fairground. There's that one shot of um, Brooke Adams and Chris Tucker on the roller coaster. I think they look like they're having a terrible time. They're trying to grin and go, "Oh, I'm loving it," and they both look fucking horrified. Yeah, <laughs> to me, it looked like um, the first like 20 minutes had all been done by a di- as the second director, and David Cronenberg had just said. Right, I'm going to give you two hours <laughs> to get all these in the bag. So just f- yeah. fucking get on with it. And because it was like, I'm here, I'm in the hospital. I mean, that the car oh, yeah, accident yeah, yeah. that he's in. I'm not giving any plot spoilers no. by saying he's in a car accident. He's in, he's in a car accident. He's just terrible. All the time you're thinking, why hasn't he just hopped out? Because there's no, there's no real yeah, there's, crash. There's so to many it. of those things in films, though, aren't there? It, it does, it does. Um, it does the film a disservice, I think, because it happens so early in the movie. And if anyone's a Stephen King book about a guy yeah. who has a car accident, so it does happen really in the beginning, and it alters something in his brain, meaning he can predict the future. The rest of the film, I'll leave a mystery to you. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, it does happen quite early doors. And it does put you in the mind of films where you go, why would you stand there? So, um, a very, very different genre. Um, that. Uh, sliding Doors. Do you remember Sliding Doors, the romantic comedy with Gwyneth Paltrow and John Hannah? Yeah, yeah. The um, the moment I, it was it was uh, very very popular at the time, and the cinema that I saw it in was packed. 
uh, and I went with Fee, and we sat and we watched, we watched it, and it got to the bit where again I, I will I will spoil this, and I'm really sorry. So uh, just jump past this bit if you want, if you want to see this film. I think it's a, a terrible movie, but uh, there's a bit where one of the Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, is hit by a, and she's standing in a bridge. On you know, just in the middle of the road for ages, just standing mm. there talking. The van comes around the corner, could easily have braked, didn't brake. She could easily have moved, didn't move, and then she gets hit by the van. And because she's hit by the van, at that point of the cinema, I think everyone else was like, oh, and me and Fee both went, <laughs> and then the entire cinema laughed at us because it was uh, it was pretty grim. Um, and yeah. yeah, it was a similar sort of thing. At, th- at that point in the dead zone, you go, no, yeah. <clears throat> Once it got into its stride, you could tell he was only really interested in telling that good bit of the story. He had absolutely no interest in the setup because yeah, yeah. there's that there's that thing the in the in the initial bit he keeps complaining that he's got a headache. Oh, I've got this. I've got this headache, and then that is never referenced in the rest of it. Yes, indeed. Because then he has this car accident that seemingly brings on his supernatural powers but there's no reference to oh, do you think that headache's got anything to do with it no no never mentioned again completely pointless it is <laughs> yeah but it is it it's very very good it's well worth seeking out if you've not seen it before it's a it's a definite one to watch and it's got loads of i mean once once the yeah once the um the powers are uh unlocked within his head it has loads of sections to the film as well there's a there's a there's yep. a kind of a murder mystery bit to it. Then there's the romance bit, and then there's the, the there's the thing that he considers to be his destiny. There's the stuff with his um, uh, with his uh, doctor, the guy uh, Herbert yeah. Long plays. Yeah, um, that's and, really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fa- a fab, a fab film. Christopher Walken's hair is worth it alone. It's quite bizarre. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Gonna, uh, I mentioned two in the week. Uh, we talked about this. Um, so I've got to make Mark, uh, and I should tell him to listen to this. Hello, Mark. Um, oh, hi, Mark. He has, uh, for ages, uh, possibly still now, uh, he had sampled. There's a moment in the film, again, if you haven't seen it, you won't know, but if you do watch it, you'll you'll know, where Christopher Walken shouts, The ice is gonna break! And he had that as his ringtone. Uh, not his ringtone, his text message tone. So it would, you know, every so often you'd be sitting there and you'd suddenly hear Christopher Walker shouting, and the ice is going to break. Mine would be um, from Aliens, and it would be... Um... Yo! Stop your grinning and drop your linen. Found him. Ah, yes, very good. Very good. Um, I, I, I mentioned to you, if it would be a ringtone for me. But in the first Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, there's a moment where, and I, I, I fucking out. I mean, I suppose we should just say there's lots of spoilers in, in, uh, yes. in this podcast. There's a moment where Indiana Jones has got to a an archaeological site, and he has got a load of uh, Egyptian diggers to dig for him while he stands there in, in a silhouetted against the sunset, and they all start singing a song. Which honestly, if you listen to it, it sounds like they're singing some kind of ode to coriander. They go, Coriander, he's a, he's a heathen. Coriander, huppa, huppa, hoey. Coriander. (laughs) 
I have no idea what they're singing. I'm sure it's probably proper Egyptian, and they're probably singing, you know, like Blow the Man Down or some kind of traditional uh, work song. Um, not hi-ho, obviously, but, you know, it, it's probably something. Uh, but it sounds like they're singing about fucking coriander. Now, I like coriander. I think coriander's a lovely herb. Um, but, uh, you know... It, it, you don't it think it was... Um... It was early product placement by the Coriander Marketing Board, dear. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Listen, we're gonna we're gonna put some money into your film. How much? Uh, almost ten pounds. What we need? <laughs> what it was nineteen eighty one. What we need from from you is is for you to sing the Coriander song. What's that? We'll teach you it. <laughs> and then they, maybe they went to Harrison Ford. Harrison, yeah. Listen, in this scene, uh, in the bar. Where you're having that gunfight, uh, and and you know, and then the bloke he, he puts the the flames, he's going to burn your face, and you're being held. Bar. Instead of saying whiskey to Marion, you say coriander, and then suddenly all the Germans just stop attacking you and go coriander. <laughs> Harrison, where are you going? Harrison, get get him back, get him back, get his agent on the phone, get him back. Yeah. We can do it in later, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a way. What about the Egyptian diggers? Perfect. Let's give it to the Egyptian diggers. Fucking hell. That'd be quite good, though, if there was a coriander marketing. I'd quite, I'd quite like that. Absolutely. Well, yeah, let's get behind them. I mean, if, if the coriander marketing board wants to sponsor the podcast, I'm open to negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, listen, anyone from the CMB, yeah. get on to us. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that was dead zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What um? What have you been watching? Well, I mean, again, this is a this is a uh, something that you and I uh, both saw. Um, Twenty One Bridges. Uh, yes, it's a movie that came out, I think, the back end of last year, uh, starring the fabulous Chadwick Boseman, amongst others. Um, <laughs> Sienna Miller's in it, isn't she, and J.K. Yeah. Simmons, yeah. who I, who I think is great. Um, uh, it's a cop thriller it's very exciting um, and it's very very different to the plot that I thought it had uh, when I first saw it yeah I th- when the, the the overall look the like the little thumbnail that they use and the kind of description it leads you to think that it's going to be about something that it actually isn't and, and f- that's for the better isn't it oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, because um, it, it does look like it's just going to be a fairly run of the mill, straightforward kind of thing. But there is a bit of a, a twist and an extra damage. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I do. I love a twist, and um, there's a, there's a scene near the opening when he, he he sort of talks about he's he's labelled as a fairly ruthless cop, uh, a, a gun not gun happy, but someone who is isn't afraid of getting his gun out. Um, and he has that speech about how in the Civil War. Not many soldiers shot, and thirty percent of the frontline soldiers in Vietnam never fired a shot either. And what were they doing? Uh, and I thought it was really good. They built up this idea that he was going to be this hardline, shoot first, ask questions yeah. later, dirty Harry cliche, and he turned out to be something quite different to that. And I, really, um, yeah. but no, I had a, um, I, when I first started watching it, as I mentioned to you yeah. earlier, I I fell asleep, and uh, I, I I had a weird dream, and then when I woke up and it had finished. I just had that split second where uh, I thought, fucking, that was a weird film. And then I realised, no, I, I was in it. 
Uh, and that so that can't have been the film. <laughs> that must have been a dream. But genuinely, for a, for a for a for a moment, I mean, it's incalculable how long it took for my brain to go. That was fucking weird. That wasn't. But that moment between those two thoughts seemed to be really long. And I thought the fucking world's gone <laughs> yeah. wrong. Yeah. I was being chased up a hill by tigers who were hitting me on the back of the head, chasing butterflies up to a school. A ch- and, and, and honestly, during the dream, I was thinking. I'm sure Chadwick Boseman was in this. This is fucking. This is this is terrible. This film is nothing like the trailer. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Very very odd, very odd dream. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see you credited at the end. No, I wasn't in it. No. I, th- I think maybe I was. Maybe if you get the DVD extras. Yeah. There's yeah. just some. There's some uh, camera footage of me asleep on the sofa next to the dog. <laughs> maybe twitching. Uh, as I as I'm running away from these tigers, they weren't trying to bite me. They were just cuffing me with the fu- with the front paws, fucking cuffing me like that. It was, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. And oh, oh, and I went. I ran to a cave where Shabani was. Uh, you know Shabani, the very handsome gorilla. Yeah. I ran to a cave and he talked into my mind and said, "At the top of the hill, uh, there is a school, and you'll get the key workers' kids, and they'll help you." And these little kids were just playing with Victorian toys. And when I got into the school, I shouted, Kids, kids, these tigers are cuffing me. They suddenly got nunchaku out and fucking knuckle dusters and laid into these tigers. It was really horrible and quite bloody and graphic. (laughs) So, yeah, very, very weird. But nice to see Shabani. Maybe be on Netflix then for the next one. 22 22 (laughs) Bridges. 22 Bridges. It's the same bridges, but there's also a bridge that leads to Shibani and the cuffing yeah. tigers. <laughs> the um, but you you, the, you were saying oh, go on, go on, wait, you were saying something about Shibani mm. uh, and and his was it his son Shibani's son? Yeah, <clears throat> I saw a thing on Reddit last well two weeks ago I think it was, and there's a clip of Shibani at the zoo looking out the window at the people obviously looking back in at him. Uh, and in the background, you can see his son sat on a ledge, and he just keeps looking at Shibani, and then looking at the rope next to him, and then back at Shibani, and then back at the rope, and then he grabs hold of the rope, and then just swings really lazily over to it, and bites his dad on the ass, and then <laughs> and then goes back, and he's <laughs> Shibani has that kind of look of like, oh, f- fuck, I can't get five fucking minutes, just five <laughs> five minutes pace. I just want to sit and stare at these lot out here, and I've got him dicking about, biting me on the ass. Carl! Carl! Fucking yeah. pack it in! <laughs> I'm sure you've got ADHD. <laughs> fucking, honestly, look at him. Fucking messing about. If he's not that, he's picking him off me back. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Just going back to the actual 21 Bridges. Okay, please, please. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the, act, uh, the acting's very good. Yes, excellent. Um, uh, he's, a very, he's a very good lead. Yeah, he's um, terrific. Uh, but also the there's a lot of gun violence all the way through it, mm. and I think that they handled the gun violence really well. Yes, it was indeed. quite believable. Yeah, there wasn't people like flying twenty foot backwards, and no, um, it was done in a very realistic way, which I think kept me involved in it. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought I was. I thought it was um, a very. 
gripping modern. Th- I mean, if you if you say that what what the the the, the high watermark of cop thrillers is, I don't know, Dog Day Afternoon, Serpico maybe, and then the low watermark is fucking Tango and Cash or something like that. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, well then maybe it's it's far closer to the to the upper end. Yeah. Than it is the the lower end. Um, yeah. You know. Because it's like um, it's like a, a low budget heat. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. Uh, although you're never as invested in the villains, uh, but they are given a decent motive. It's it's quite you know, um, and uh, no, I thought I thought it was great. I, and yeah. I have to say, and it's one of those things. I always Sienna Miller. She always surprises me, and she really should should not be surprising me now because every time I see her, I think, gosh, she's a really good actress. And, yeah, and even sometimes in films that aren't brilliant. Uh, she she gives a damn good performance. Uh, yeah, she does. It's, yeah. it's a little bit yeah. like Shepherd's Pie for me. I'm not saying Sienna Miller is like a Shepherd's Pie, but whenever anyone says, "Oh, it's Shepherd's Pie for tea," I'm talking about when I was a kid and my mum, to be honest, because nobody cooks me Shepherd's Pie. Um, I used to think, "Oh, Shepherd's Pie, Oof. fucking gravy and mince and onion and potato." And then when I'd eat it, I'd go, "Oh, that's bloody lovely." Oh, that's delicious. And then as soon as I put my knife and fork to bed, you can have that again tomorrow. I'd immediately be thinking, ooh, fucking shepherd's pie. And I think that's what Sienna Miller is. She's like, oh, see, I don't, I don't know. I can be bothered watching a film with Sienna Miller. And then I watch her and I go, gosh, she's brilliant. Oh, do you want to watch um, Layer Cake next? Or do you want to yeah. watch something else next with, with Sienna Miller in it? Ooh, shepherd's pie. <laughs> I think, though, part of that is that she doesn't always work with the best material, does she? That's potentially true. Yeah, yeah. I'm, she I'm is. She is. She is always. She's always good, and she's turning into a really good character actor. I think. Yes, I think that's true. She did a film uh, again back end of last year. I think she she played a, a, a woman who was she trying to report that somebody had gone missing or. or yeah, it was, a do- it was her daughter. What it was. Wasn't it her daughter? Was, had gone missing? I yeah. don't know. Anyway, it, she got fantastic reviews. It was supposed to be a really good film. Um, I think the last thing I saw him was the uh, Ben Affleck gangster movie, Live By Night. Um, and I, I fell asleep. I, I didn't have a weird dream that time. Shabani didn't turn up, but I, I, no. I did fall asleep, unfortunately. Uh, I'll give that another go, I think. Mm. Yeah. But no, 21 so, Bridges, that's a recommendation. Yeah. Yes, thumbs up, I'd say. Very good. Very good. What about you? What have you got next on your pile? Um, I watched... It's on um, part of the last chance to watch it on Amazon section. Um, Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. Which uh, I had I, I didn't really know anything about at all before I went into it. Only that I'd vaguely heard people say, oh, yeah, it's good, but not why, what it was about or anything. Um, uh, and I, it was another one of the... It wasn't as bad as um, clumsily put together at the start as Dead Zone is. <laughs> but it is slow at the start. And I was thinking, fucking hell, this better pick up in a, in a bit because this is just drudge, really. Um, and it does. And it's quite a quirky story. Um, it's uh, set in a post-apocalyptic future where a kind of... Um, Oh God! What was Is it the some kind of environmental tragedy or something that's happened? Or yeah, it's, we've gone into like a new ice age. Yeah. What was the What was the name of the of that um, really eccentric um, 
American billionaire in the oh, in the past, and he'd built Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. So there's a kind of Howard Hughes kind of figure who has before the before the apocalypse came, he's built this huge train which um circumnavigates the globe right and it takes a year for it to do a full circuit okay and it can withstand all the these this terrible cold that's going on and all the terrain and everything um and within that the train's massive so it's got its own system of um there's the poor kind of workers i suppose it's a bit like a big cruise ship it's got the poor people it's got the workers um and then it's got the kind of middle class and then it's got the right. the like kind of bourgeoisie yeah, upper yeah, class yeah. and that that it's out that the the poor people are at the back of the train and the rich people are all towards the front um and it's about the poor people rebelling against this system that they've got yeah um which i mean it's a tale that's been done before that whole kind of struggle sure. but um it's done in a a very kind of quirky way um the visuals are are a little bit offbeat um tilda swinton's in it and she's her character i can't tell you too much about her character because it, it's a good bit of the story um but her the the character that she portrays looks like she's coming from a completely different film altogether. Okay. Um, and she doesn't act like anybody else in the rest <laughs> of the film at all. There's literally nobody else around her who is anywhere near relatable like she is. Okay. Um, but it's definitely one to watch. And it again, you've just got to put up with the start because it's a bit, it is slow, but... It rewards you for sticking with it. It's a weird thing. I mean, that will put uh, mm. people off. It's done in the past. I mean, the um, there's a series on Netflix. I think it's called the AO or the OA. The OA. The OA. Not the AO. Mm-hmm. Is it the OA? Um, and the, the opening half I know what hour, you mean, though. Uh, the, the, the opening five minutes, quite interesting premise. You know, this, this girl comes back and she can suddenly see. She's been blind. She's been gone missing. She's come back and she can see. Not very much about it, but after the first half an hour, it was slow, and I didn't care about anybody, and I just thought I can't be fucking bothered. There's so much telly on, and yet I've been told by several people that I ought to have yeah. got through the first episode yeah. or first episode and a half, and then it just becomes really good and brilliant and really, really yeah, weird yeah. and exciting. But I just, uh, you know, meh. I didn't bother. Yeah, because if if I'd have just stumbled across Snowpiercer. And I hadn't heard people say it was good. I would have knocked it on the head after like twenty minutes because it was just like this. Just feel like it's going anywhere, and I'm not. I'm not kind of. I don't. I'm not that bothered about the characters yeah. that I yeah, want yeah. to see. I, I, yeah, that, that's the thing. I, I think if it doesn't engage you, uh, or if you haven't heard good things about something. I mean, I've again, Snowpiercer is by that guy who uh, won the Oscar this uh, this year for best movie, isn't it? Bong Bong Joon Ho. I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah. You might have to fact check me on that one, and he did Okia as well, yeah. which was the Netflix yeah. movie about the big um, sort of looks yeah. like it looks like a massive capybara. Yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, is it supposed to be a capybara? Or is it like a made-up creature? No, it's a made-up creature. Right, because it's another analogy, isn't it? They're all political analogies, yeah. like the yeah. parasite. They, they're all, um, uh, you know, explorations of capitalism and yeah. 
uh, and and the class system and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but I'll, I'll definitely give it a go. It's been on my list for a while, uh, but uh, not not seen it yet. No, well, you need to get in there quick because it's only soon to leave Amazon. Oh, okay. I'll do that then. I'll do that. Mm. Um, uh, oh, I've, I've been... Uh, well, because I've been decorating. That's what else I've done this week. Uh, decorated the kitchen. Uh, and while I decorated the kitchen, I've been re-watching all the uh, Marvel movies. The uh, the mm. Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Uh, yeah. And I've got as far as uh, Ant-Man. So I've watched uh, about <clears throat> ten so far. Um, yeah. What still... um, what order are you doing them I in? Oh, the order they were released. I ca- I, I can't. Oh. Th- there's been loads and loads of things online about watch the, f- you know the uh, the Captain America movie, then watch yeah. Captain Marvel, then watch the first six episodes of season one of Agents of Shield, and then watch the. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'll just watch them in the order they were released, uh, and uh, you know. Yeah, and that's all. And that's all fine. Um, Sorry, where did, where, where did you say you got up to? Um, Ant Man, which is oh, the yeah, first yeah. film in Phase Three, I think. So yeah, just after Age of Ultron. Yeah, uh, which was uh, yeah, all right, you know. Yeah, it wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. Yeah, so, and and not because you know I've got mates who are big uh, Marvel comics fans, and they said, "Oh no, they got the vision wrong. His eyes were wrong, and uh, Ultron was too human-like and too sarcastic, and blah blah blah." But it's James Spader. I love James Spader. It wasn't. I think the the, the for, for me, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron had the same burden uh, on its shoulders as Iron Man 2 did, which was it is a vehicle that sets up lots of other stuff. So its own narrative, its own story, yeah. has to be kind of secondary to the shit it's setting up for the future. Uh, and I think that was a, that was a real mm. shame. Um, I mean, you know, very great set piece. thing that I always think about with uh, Age of Ultron is called Sokovia, where everyone talks English with an accent. <laughs> Even you know, even the people from Sokovia. What are you yeah. doing over there? <laughs> we are Sokovian peoples. Well, I they talk like the meerkats <laughs> from the Edward. We are from Sokovia. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, but I mean, when you watch those old movies, um, the old war movies, uh, you know, and you hear the Germans will always talk like the Germans and that's the way they talk it's okay because it was an unenlightened <laughs> time when we didn't have to think that the Germans actually spoke German um, and, and you know now obviously we can accept subtitles we, you know let's let's show people with, but obviously Sokovia doesn't exist are they going to make a language up I mean they did for Game of Thrones uh, so make a language up <laughs> I'd love to make a language up. Brilliant, make a language up. Or, I mean, just just take take an East European language. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Yeah. You could just say it was just a region of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a part of former Soviet Republic, so they all speak Russian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Dud. But no, they all speak English with an accent. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a point where um, Aaron Taylor... Johnson is that his name? Runs into the um, the police station and says move, uh, and they don't leave. And he runs out and comes. And he gets a gun and runs in and fires again. Please, everybody, get out! You think right? You're Sokovian. The police station are all fucking Sokovian. Why, why are you doing this? It makes no sense. Fucking hell. So you go, are you going to carry on watching them then? Well, I, 
I, I liked it if I'm like tidying up or doing stuff like if I'm cooking I tend to put a film on that I've already seen so that I you know I could just listen yeah. to it so yeah probably because I've seen them all quite a few times through uh, so yeah, yeah uh, I probably will on to terrestrial television oh go on then just briefly I obviously had to watch the second episode of Celebrity Who Dares Wins SAS nonsense um so in the previous episode, obviously, Jordan, sorry, Katie Price was um, getting into trouble because she both couldn't do things and wouldn't do things, <laughs> which does hamper your life in the armed forces. Somewhat. Somewhat, yeah. So this week, um, they broke her and she left. She gave in. Yeah, sad oh, times. No. Yeah. Um because they made her, well, they made all of them hold sandbags above their heads for ten minutes, uh, and um, that was it. That was the final straw for her. Not just not doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No. So who's left now then? <clears throat> who's the favourite? Who's um, going to win? Anthea Turner left. Um, okay. Just because she couldn't hack it, it was too hard. Um, and in fairness, she did go like, I'm, I'm just too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did um, she? <laughs> they had, um, you know, last week I was telling you about they got them all to box each other. And the strong, the, <clears throat> the strongest yes, people yes, weren't yes. allowed to fight back while the weak people punched them. And it was a test of your yeah. holding on to your aggression. So they had another test of holding on to yeah. your aggression this week. And it was... Um, they would have the split everybody into two teams across a really muddy field. And then in the middle of the field, yep. there was um, a car tyre. And they would pick two people, one from each side, and then they would just say, like, go. And then they had to run to get the tyre and then get it back, get it to the other yep. side. Um, and the other person had to try and stop them, obviously. Uh, by any means necessary, right, okay. really. But they didn't say by any means necessary. Right. But it was they didn't say what you could or couldn't do. They just let them go on with it. Um, yeah, so okay. there was a bit of argy-bargy, and obviously Tony Bellew lost his rag again. Um, he, he was oh, like God, going, um, "Fucking kick him! Just fucking get all Fucking kick him! You why? And he kept going, "Kick him in the thigh! Kick him in the thigh! Why don't you fucking kick him in the thigh?" And um and there's people going to oh going, you just need to ca- calm calm down, Tony. He was quite, but he just kept like stomping round and like, going, oh, I won't the fucking try, Addy. Uh, and it was like, oh man, it's horrendous. <laughs> um, so that carried on for a bit, and then um, John Fashionu had to go up against the guy who we talked about from Rudimental last week. <clears throat> oh yeah. So um. The guy from Rudimental, I think he got the tyre. Then John Fashionu got hold of him and threw him on the floor, at which point the guy let go oh of the tyre. And then John Fashionu got behind him and then put him in a chokehold and started to choke him out. <laughs> to the point where what? they had to run over and tell him to get off him because he was choking him. Fucking hell. This programme shouldn't be called Celebrity Who Dares Wins. It should be called Celebrities the yeah. Fucking Idiots. Yeah. So he um he got told off for that. 
and then he got taken into the interrogation room where um, okay it's just like a mini interview really and then they they said like yeah, yeah. Where, where where's all this shit come from then and then he talked about how him and his brother were adopted and how hard it was and all that kind of stuff uh-huh and then they said um uh tell us about your brother and obviously that was a that was a, a delicate subject um right so he talked about that and they said um and so do you do you feel guilty about how that ended and he he went he paused for a bit and then he went yeah yeah i do i do and he, he kind of thought <laughs> you don't sound like you do <laughs> i mean it's obviously yeah. it's a different <laughs> difficult situation because you don't you people's natural emotions are, are that apt to come out yeah, in a situation yeah. like that but he um he didn't he didn't come across as being that kind of uh you know he he seemed very um <laughs> like he boxed a lot of things off in his life oh okay it wasn't lacking in remorse it was just an inability to deal with shit i think yeah i think that's how he obviously felt like he needed to deal with certain right, issues okay. where it was like right. that's in that box and you know that's done yeah yeah um and then a youtuber who was in there who was pretty anonymous he flaked out as well so yeah we were um they're whittling them down slowly but surely yeah uh, so, so uh, one one would assume that tony bellew will will win because he's a uh... No, he won't win. No, he won't not, win. Not a chance. No. Okay. No, enough. because he's an he's an absolute fucking maniac. <laughs> he's an absolute maniac. They always they, they go off and they have like these little um, these things where they they sit the the SAS guys they go off and they sit around a table and just kind of talk about each person individually, and their end assessment is always. If we were in a difficult situation as a team, would we want that person in our team? Oh, and there's absolutely no chance that you'd want him in your team. <laughs> <laughs> you might want him if you were thinking, we need some absolutely mental distraction <laughs> to run over there and do some wild shit <laughs> while we do something constructive. He'd be the ideal candidate for that. Uh, I do hope they do it like a dummy siege or something. Well, they did, um, one of the tasks that they had this week was, um, right at the start, they gave him this kind of homework of, they gave him a load of, it was really weird, they were going over, giving him homework, and it, all it was was just national flags, right. right? So it was a certain amount of national flags, and they would say, these are our allies, and these are not our allies, and all they had to do was remember who was our allies oh my God. which and they didn't they didn't they didn't make it weird they didn't throw in some curveballs it was like canada that was okay. that was one of them it's like yeah well canada kind of know that no. one you don't need to tell me that one um so then then they um took them off again into a to like some ruins yeah. in a field <clears throat> and they um put a hood over them again and then they just dragged them by their necks across this field, and then sh- they shot um, the shot AK forty sevens around them, with but with blanks in, obviously. And then they dump them in like this hollow in the ground, this like mini yep. trench. And then and they had they they had, they give them a gun, and they took their hood off, and then they were like, right, you need to deal with the situation as it's happening now. 
And what they'd do is they had this, in this derelict building right in front of them, they had this guy in army fatigues with a gun running towards them while there was lots yeah, of yeah. gunfire going off. And they had to think, is he is he a friendly or is he the enemy? And if he's the enemy, I need to shoot him. And if he's a friendly, I need to not shoot him. Yeah, uh, sure, of course. Um, and they all had the insignia on their fatigues of either allied or enemy. Um, right, okay. And as it turned out, they all like shooting people from Canada. <laughs> so this poor Canadian, <laughs> he, they, they regularly would just go, "Oh fuck, I'm going to shoot him." And they, yeah, uh, there was I think there was eleven of them that did it, and seven of them shot the Canadian guy. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and then they were like at the end of it, this SAS guy goes, "So what do you think about how do, how well do you think you did then?" And they go, "Not very well, staff." And he go, "Oh, why is that?" And he go. Well, he was Canadian, and I shot him. And, uh, <laughs> and, he, and one one lad went, "I'm I'm sorry about that." And he went, "Don't fucking say sorry to me. Say sorry to his wife and kids." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he was going, "He's dead now. He's dead, and you shot him." <laughs> that <laughs> so, yeah. is dark as shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. God, I think they've they've obviously wound him up as well because they they do all that thing about having him in the dark a lot, and then, like, they keep waking him up in the middle of the night to do shit. You know, like, they give him, like, an hour's sleep after they've just been busting their ass for a day. And all then right. they'll just wake him up and go, right, you're going to do some more wild shit. And they're all like, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. And then um, they'd, they'd drag him out of bed, and, and they, all had to, they all had to be dressed in the appropriate uniform right, at okay. all times in the middle of the night when they go on to the parade ring. And um, John Fashion, who wore... Um, like a camouflage cagoule, and he got shouted at because it wasn't raining. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So, yeah. So we'll see. I'll we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, you must you must fill me in on yeah, that I one. Yeah, need to give you the update. On that um, one. Yeah, please do. I want to know. I want to know who wins it, I, and I'm going to avoid it. I'm going to studiously avoid watching yep. it. Um, because uh, then it'll just uh, give the game away. Yeah. Um, but to any of the listeners want to put their uh, bets in as to who they think is going to win, yeah, uh, you know, so uh, let, let us let us know. The, the other thing, I, I, well, the only thing I can say I watched just because when I went round to my dad's, it was on, and he's addicted to it uh, on terrestrial television. It's an ITV show, but I think it might be ITV two or three or something like that. It's a it's a game show. Based on that uh, that that most skillful uh, of pursuits, penny shoves, mm. tipping it's point, tipping point, yeah. yeah, fucking hell, yeah. I I just I I love, I mean, bless the bless the host. Is Ben? Is it Ben? Somebody of the Ben, ben Shepherd, Ben Miles, Ben Shepherd. Thank you, Ben Shepherd. I bless him. He's trying. He's, he's a very nice enough kid, and and he's trying his hardest to make it seem like there's some skill involved. It's but it's worse in a way. Than um, than deal or no deal, you know you've you've done well picking those boxes, you know this is essentially okay. Load up, load up column three. So uh, to anybody who's never seen it, if you've ever been to a, a seaside amusement arcade in Britain, you will have seen the penny shove machines. Yeah. And Tipping Point has taken the penny shove machines and used it as an integral part of how you win the money on this general knowledge quiz 
game show. Uh, so you answering a question correctly gets you a number of tokens to drop into the penny shoves machine. And any of the little pennies that fall into the, tr the tray in front of you it, it is a certain, like, £50 or whatever. Uh, uh, and there's a, there's a special one that... Um, that has got a star on it, I think. And if the, the player who's left in at the end manages to get the star into his tray, then his or her tray, then they win the star prize, which I think is something like five grand or ten grand. I yeah. can't remember. It doesn't really matter. Um, but I mean, there's two there's two things fundamentally. <clears throat> so, and the and the, um, the the penny shoves is divided into four sections, um, and it's uh, they're. Um, you know, the, the players will say, right, load, load section four, please. And Ben Shepard will say, load section four, good choice, good choice. <laughs> and then they'll, you know, a, a, an arbitrary um, machine or, or somebody, you know, somebody who works backstage, a floor runner or something, stage manager, drops one of these things, this token, and they watch it, ping, bang, ping, 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 go down. Ooh, ooh, is it going to, oh, yes, this will push, this will push. Oh, yes, two down, very good. Bottom column, now, will it push anything forward? Oh, not this time. But oh, good, good. And then somebody else, right? So there's something hanging over, and so the next person who answers, a, you know, question says, "Load column one, please." Column one, good choice, good choice. Of course, the fucking good choice. It's the only choice. There's one hanging over the edge. This is what you do when you go to the seaside. And the questions that this is, you know, the questions. This is how it's so secondary, you know. And again, without wanting to sound intellectually fascist, the questions are things like. I contain water and I am made of glass. I am a what of water. And and they've obviously been they've obviously told the the people who are answering the questions to have something to say when they answer the question like oh now I know this because <laughs> yeah. my uncle used to work in a shop that sold these. Yeah. Is it pottery? <laughs> oh let's have a look. Let's have a look. Is it a pottery of water? <laughs> oh no, so you get to steal that, Janice. Did you know the answer? I didn't. You fucking didn't? <laughs> How are you trusted with cutlery? What are you, what, I mean, where do you, you, do you get carted home and put in a special room where there's nothing dangerous in there? I mean, honestly, as I've said before on, on, on the other podcast, if some of these people, if their IQs got any lower, you'd have to fucking water them. It's it it's really awful, and uh, and yeah, and, and they answer these questions, you know, beginning with P and rhyming with Harris. What is the capital of France? Is it Nîmes? Is it Wednesday afternoon, or is it Paris? Now I've been to Par and I've been to France, and it was on a Wednesday afternoon. So I'm gonna say Wednesday afternoon. You know, you just go. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> they have um, they have, we should the the machine's massive as well, isn't it? It's yes, a really it is. it's, yes, it the is. Co the coins are massive. The yes. actual discs are like kind of dinner plate size when they fall down. Um, but when they get onto the um, the latter stages where they give them like categories, or maybe yeah. they give them categories at the start. I don't know. No, the categories um, are on the side. No, no, at the start it's all general knowledge. Yeah, it, so categories when they get onto the categories bit. And then they'll go um, right. So you've got, you've got, you can you can bet on the difficulty of the question. That's right. So you can yeah. go for like a one a one token question, a two token question, or a three token question. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they're all in different categories, <laughs> like bullseye categories. Yeah. And so they'll go right. So you've got um, history, sport, 
television. Yeah, geography. C- geography, yeah, cinema. And then yeah. they'll go, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't really know too much about sports, so I'll just go for a one. And you think, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's got to be three. You've got to go for three on all of them. <laughs> I mean, if you go for a one-coin question, it basically says, Manchester United are a football team called Manchester United. What are Manchester United called? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, fucking hell, man. Yeah, sport is a word with five letters. How many of those letters can you name in sport? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you three of them. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you know. It is. It is a. You know. And but then you know. Even the. Even the. Like I'll have. I'll have geography for three. Oh, going for three. Going for a big three. Going for a big three. Okay. Where around your house is your back garden? <laughs> Front of the house, side of the house, or back of the house? Here we go. Back of the house. <laughs> Is it the back... Now, I know this because I've been to my back garden. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, Ben. I think it's the back of the house. Is no. that right? Is that right? <laughs> but, I mean, the, so... But watching it with my dad... Right, I mean, the questions, whatever. He just sits there and he answers them. Yeah. You know, he doesn't get annoyed like I get fucking annoyed. And I think, come on, they ought to be earning this. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, I could reanimate a fucking onion and it'd be answering some of these questions. I could, you know... I don't know why I'd say reanimated onion, like I've had a living onion just running around the house. My pet onion. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> There's another podcast, though. My pet onion. That's a spin-off. Um, <clears throat> no, my dad, when they're doing the penny, you know, the, the penny shoves bit, he's like, oh, it's overlaid. Oh, it's overlaid. Look, he's overlaid. Oh. I'm thinking, come on, yeah. dad, please. Please don't look at this oh. like it's, you know, like it's a tactical game, you know. It's it, this that's is a bad. That's a he's good. He's going to be disappointed with that. That's a bad lie for that yeah, coin. Absolutely, he, he buys into it one hundred percent. And I think it's like he's watching fucking, you know, Kasparov playing chess against deep, you know, deep blue. Like, come on, <laughs> come on! It's somebody dropping a massive dinner plate down a chute. <laughs> Fuck's sake! But yeah, and the thing is with it as well is that if. If one of the contestants drops a coin down one of the chutes right at the start, and it lands all right, and it pushes some of the other coins, you can you might as well just forget the rest of it because <laughs> what's the point in going for anything else? Just whack them all down that one. Yeah, that's what I mean. When the everything, other people say, well, everything, column three. everything down shoot one. <laughs> yeah, column one, column one. I get oh, okay, column one, column one. That's right. Yeah, it was a good choice. He keeps he keeps saying because he's got to bless him. It's good choice. It's good choice. Yeah. Fuck it. It's the only yeah. choice. And then it, occasionally one of them will go, so which column are you going to go for? Well, <laughs> I mean, column one is looking good. I'm not sure whether... Do you, know, do you think... I don't know. I'm not sure whether to drop down column two because that might put... No, actually, no. I'm going to go for column one. <laughs> right. Column one. Yeah, column one it is. I always imagine yeah. that behind the, all the columns are people with handfuls of coins waiting for their turn. And the, you know, columns two, three, and four. Look at fucking, it's him again, isn't it? Fucking every week, Alan. Fucking Alan with his grin on his face and putting coins down. Oh, look at me! 
Yeah. That's been running for years, though, that tipping point. Maybe it's repeats. I don't know. Has it really been running for for a long time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a new one on yeah. me. I, I think you he watches... You tired of it. <coughs> he watches that, but before that is the um, Tenable with, uh, with Davis. I've not now, seen Tenable, that. Now, uh, Tenable, I think, again, another general knowledge quiz, survives on the charm of Warwick Davis alone, because he's great. Uh, very uh, very self-deprecating and uh, just a really nice personality. Um, questions are slightly harder. You've got to get a list of 10 things, like the 10 managers to win the Premier League was one of the ones I was yeah. there uh, you know, watching. And there has only been 10, so you've got to basically get them all. And, and this yeah. one team had got all but one. Um, and this bloke said, Augusto Pellegrini. And I went, Manuel, <laughs> you've got all the others. You've got all the fucking others. You obviously know your football. Fucking Augusto. <laughs> Augusto. The only Augusto I know is fucking Pinochet. <laughs> and, he, and he, of course, won the championship the year before. He won the chat. That's right. Yeah, with Fulham. Ridiculous. <laughs> Augusto Pellegrini. You fu- and then, but they they moved down the line to the next person, and and bless him, he obviously knew the answer as well, but didn't want to make his mate look like a dick. And he went, he was on the right lines. He was on the right lines. I think it's Manuel Pellegrini. And rather than going, well, my mate's a fucking tool. It's clearly Manuel. It's not Augusto fucking Pellegrini. Yeah. I mean, Augusto, that's not even like he's taken the first name of another football manager, is it? No, absolutely. If it said no. like Mauricio, then you'd have thought, yeah. well, you know, he's just got a bit confused there. That's fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. No, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Augusto. I was in the, I was in my dad's um, bedroom putting pictures up because uh, he's just moved into the new flat. Obviously, it's a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and I, I just heard the question because we had his telly, as his telly on at old person levels of yeah. volume, um, and uh, I just, I was shouting my head off. My dad was laughing at me, not the TV, because I was going fucking nuts. <laughs> Augusto, Augusto <laughs> Pellegrini, fucking hell. <laughs> I just, but then I started thinking. Imagine if they've, um, you know, they've got one of those people uh, like that woman on Family Fortunes who didn't understand the game at all. Do you remember her? Yeah, yeah. May Red Cardigan. Yeah. Name something red. Ring. <laughs> May Red Cardigan. No, no, no not just. We asked a hundred people <laughs> about something red. She, that that Irish woman. She was asked, uh, you know, it was we asked 100 people where they would least like to spend Christmas. Uh, yes, what is it? Uh, it's in hospital. Survey says, bing, top answer. Great, do you want to take control? And it was two right answers, uh, two wrong answers, and it was down to her. <laughs> and you could see the rest of the family going, oh, fucking hell. Here we fucking go. And she said, um, uh, we asked 100 people. It was Les, when Les Dennis was doing it. Um, we asked 100 people where they would least like to spend Christmas and what 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 was the answer? May Sister Marjorie's. <laughs> <laughs> and Les Dennis, bless him. I mean, the audience is killing themselves. The other family is killing themselves. I think that her family wants to kill her. <laughs> and uh, he has to say, uh, my Sister Marjorie's. Is my Sister Marjorie's up there? Uh-uh. <laughs> Obviously it's not right. And she immediately, then she says, you don't know my sister. <laughs> And neither does fucking anybody else. Somebody tell her the rules. (laughs) But no, um, 
uh, yeah, I was wondering whether or not this one guy was, you know, he'd always in his head got um, dictators confused. So, mm. Aug- you know, Augusto Pellegrini and uh, Mourinho. Mourinho, who, which one? Oh, Paul Mourinho. Paul? Is... You know, you're thinking of Paul Pot. No, it's, it's no. Is it yeah. now, it's on the tip of my tongue, is it Jose Mussolini? No. Adolf Ranieri. No? <laughs> Adolf Ranieri. Okay. No, okay. Um, <laughs> Genghis Wenger. <laughs> Kim Jung Ferguson. <laughs> I think Genghis Wenger sounds like a great name for a show. It does. Yeah. Another spin off, bastards. <laughs> 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 yeah, Genghis I don't listen to weak points anymore, but I'm still listening to Genghis Wenger. Uh, yeah. He's doing a feature on the archers on horseback. <laughs> <laughs> the Carpathian warriors. But oh, they're mentally not strong and they just have Mardis on their horses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to sort them out a new training regime with better nutrition. They're, they're going to face backwards and fire at little things coming down penny shoves. <laughs> 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 they should have um, tipping point the dictator special, shouldn't they? Fucking <laughs> brilliant! Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, actually, it really right to date. You could have Bolsonaro on there, couldn't you? The Brazilian president, an utter nutcase yes. and fascist. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. He'd probably tip up for it as well. He'd he'd, he'd be in the studio, wouldn't he? I'm sure he would. He definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'd be straight. He'd be kicking the machine to make all the coins fall out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, on um, back to television viewing. Yeah, please <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suffered through another episode of uh, Lincoln Rhyme Search for the Bone oh, Collector. The, the Bone Collector. Go on. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean it's not getting better. No. So, first episode basically set us up with um, how preposterous it was going to be, and episode <laughs> two was really run with it. Good. Um, there was a lot more um, of the thing where, obviously, poor Lincoln, he's confined to his bed or a wheelchair. He's yes, got a wheelchair now. Oh, has he? Okay. He's not as bad as he was in the film, then. No, he got some movement in his toe at the start of this episode. Oh, okay. And then they all warned him that, um, you know, the stress from taking on the job of being a master detective mm. might might kibosh his chances of developing his toe movement into mm. foot movement and then getting his legs back. But he wasn't having any of it. He was just like, no, the two things aren't connected. Right. Um, okay. So it ploughed on. Anyway, there was a new a new serial killer turned up this week. Okay. Um, and it was uh, the wrath of God. Uh, he called himself. Okay. I mean, it's the storyline is utterly pointless, really, <laughs> completely. For, just forget all about it. Um, what they what they've done though is they've turned his apartment into. Um, he's got a team now. He's put himself together a team of um, people with different skills, and he's got like the the guy who's the tech expert. He's yeah. got a woman who's like a forensics expert. Um, he's got a, a, a downbeat um, veteran cop, right. uh, obviously, and then he's got the uh, young uh, cop who he's taken under his wing, who is going to kind of be mentor her. Right, okay. So he's got all these people, right? 
And um, yeah. so the, 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 they were really excited at the start of this episode because the forensics woman said, um, oh, check out what we've done in here. And it, it sounded, the camera kind of panned across his dining table and she got like, you know, like a microscope and some Petri dishes and right. know, just shit like that. And then she said, look, we can do all our forensic analysis here now. We don't have to send it away. I mean, I, I, could, I could be wrong, but there, there might be a danger of contamination. Just basically carrying I'm, out these I'm wondering. In, use, in somebody's fucking living room. <laughs> I am wondering. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound... That and the fact that she got all this shit out, right? And none of them had any kind of, like, protective gear on. I don't even think they were wearing gloves. She just had, like, a jumper and some jeans on. Right. And she was like, oh, no, we can do all the forensics here. Yeah, well, you could do. It's not going to fucking stand up in court, though, is it? Because they'll go, where, where did you do this? Well, I did it in his dining room. <laughs> yeah. All oh, right, well, case dismissed then. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get this fucking psychopath back out on the streets. <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they did all that. And then they went to... Um, they went to look at the scene of uh, a crime and um this this the serial killer had was killing people and he was live streaming it on the dark web right okay. <clears throat> um i mean he's doing all right because he, he got a better connection that we, than we've been able to get on ours okay <laughs> um so anyway he 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 burned this bloke a lot a lot i think he was alive anyway he burned this bloke right um uh, and killed him obviously and so they found out where it was by analyzing things that were in the room like you know the sink and, and the bathroom and, and the sofa and stuff <laughs> just by looking just by looking at the screen <laughs> he, he he said to him like right let's get on this and the woman this woman immediately said i'll do the analysis on the sink in the bathroom and just walked <laughs> off and this other guy went i'll do fish i'll do facial recognition I just walked off, and then this other guy was like, "I'll do." He said something like, "I'll do some like psychological profiling or something." Fuck you know. Like what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, they found out where all this happened. So this 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 is crack team of people went over there, and they just walked in, and one of them one of them's got um like a camera on her lapel with a microphone so that Lincoln can see everything that's going on and he can say to her, bend down and point it at the eyes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then she, she does she does that for him. And um, so they all go piling into this this person's flat and he's like, pick up the, pick up the yeah. glass or whatever and put it in front of the camera. And so she was just picking up the glass and putting it in front of the camera. This is bearing in mind, like... That they hadn't taken a photograph of anything. They hadn't put any. They hadn't put again. Put any protective gear on. They just walked in off the street. <laughs> and the first thing they did was move shit around. Pick, pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up and move it around. And one of the things was um, this: this serial killer kept leaving a like a feather. Of course, he did. Uh, at the scene of, of every crime. Um, and so they went and. Um, this guy had been burnt burnt alive. He'd poured this stuff over him while he was laid on the ground. They burnt him, so they went into his house. And then probably about three foot away from the body, somebody went, oh, look, look at this. 
and it was another feather. It was a pure white feather. So that bloke must have burnt him, waited for the fire <laughs> to go out, then put the feather down and made sure it didn't get yeah, dirty yeah. on the floor, and and then left. Either that or made two trips. Like, fucking popped back. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it didn't hint at that, but maybe there was like a couple of weeks in between him burning this bloke live on on, on telly and them, them finding out where he did it. You'd have thought that his next door neighbours might have, might somebody, have rung somebody yeah, up in yeah, the meantime. Somebody might have, it's a bit warm in here tonight, isn't it? Yeah. T- yeah. He's fucking burnt that panini him next door. Yeah. Tom, Tom, you've left your oven on it. Tom, you've left your oven on. I'll go round and see him, would you? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, oh, while you're popping round, don't forget to dust off them feathers that you've got on you. (laughs) Yeah, don't wear the chicken suit when you go round and see him. Yeah. It's molting like fuck that. Don't wear that. I have a... I have a feeling it'll only confuse matters (laughs) further down the line. Uh, The... There was another um the the court the actual court caught the guy in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm not spoiling it for anybody because you'd be fucking mental to watch this. <laughs> um it, they caught the guy because he um they they went to uh uh there was a, a one of the one of the people involved in it was um a violinist. There was a violinist and a pianist and they went to these rehearsal rooms at this concert hall and they went in there and there'd been a struggle, and you could tell there'd been a struggle because the piano stool had fallen backwards. Okay. And so they went over there, and there's like some kind of sandy stuff on the floor. Right. And a button. So <laughs> <laughs> they they got picked up the button. Right. And then they scraped up some of the sandy stuff off the floor. Again, they moved all the evidence. Yeah. Didn't didn't take any note of it. Didn't photograph it. Didn't mark it off. Uh-huh. Didn't just take a bit of it. They just took a random sweep up. Of they this must dust. at least be wearing gloves, right? She was wearing gloves. Yeah, she was wearing okay. gloves. But I mean, well, for telly, absolutely. For telly, that's all. It, all it matters. That's all you need is gloves. Yeah, and to be honest, it didn't really make a difference whether she was wearing gloves or not, because then obviously she took it back to his dining room <laughs> to analyse it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Obviously a perfectly sterile environment to do that kind of thing in. So she took it back and then she analysed it. And then she said, right, the makeup of that dust kind of sand stuff was um, there was some broken coloured glass in it. There was some silicon fragments. And then there was like some sand. And then Lincoln immediately... Oh, you see what he's thinking in front of oh, his eyes. Oh, that thing happened again. Okay. Yeah, that thing. Oh, it happened all the way through it. Every time he's thinking, you see it in front of his eyes, and apparently everybody else does. <laughs> even though, he, even it. though he tells you what he's, even though he tells you what he's thinking, don't bother with all that, because he's he's never thinking anything that you couldn't imagine. <laughs> I'll get, I'll give you the for instance here. So they said, um, like sand, silicon, and then fragments of what looks like coloured broken glass, and he immediately went, oh coloured broken glass that's used in stained glass windows uh-huh. stained glass and, and then obviously you saw a picture of stained glass windows <laughs> stained glass windows <laughs> used in churches church this church there's a church there's a church and it's got um this this certain church that had this radical preacher in it get on it and this guy taps away on this laptop and he goes 
it's been closed for two weeks for decorating renovations. And he went, yes, that's the shot blasting, sand blasting residue that we found there. So then they go to this church, right? So they go to this church, they go inside, they find the killer. But that's not, not, that's not, the, that's not really the thing. The thing about it is they go to this church, there is absolutely no evidence that there's any decorating work. <laughs> there's no evidence of any sandblasting absolutely anywhere. They're fast, them lads. And then you think, this, the, this guy who's a serial killer, he's been doing it for years, and he's killed loads of people and I've never been able to catch him because the only evidence he ever leaves is a, is a feather, a white feather. And yet, just like 20 minutes ago, he, <laughs> he kidnapped somebody, but he managed to leave a small pile of residue that could only be found from one fucking specific church and a button from his overalls yeah. that they showed you Brilliant. 20 minutes ago when they were interviewing him. Yeah. Oh, it's just the most fucking preposterous thing. Yeah, I hate that when, they, you know, he's so meticulous. These series are so meticulous. Unless it's to be, and then they'll be as sloppy as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this assassin, yeah. he's never missed a target. He'll miss you, like, because you're the main guy in the show. But of course, never yeah. missed a target. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking ridiculous. Brilliant. Every single part of it is ridiculous. It. I mean, a, a part of me wants other people to watch it so that I don't feel like I'm on my own. Tell, in tell this me shit. where we can see it. It's on Sky. It's, on Sky. it's um. It's down as being a Sky exclusive, but I'm assuming it's just a Sky exclusive, you know, to the UK. Okay. Because it's obviously it's very American. I mean, they missed a trick, Lincoln Rhymes. They've missed a trick by not having Linkin Park and Buster Rhymes in it. Well, yeah, they have. Yeah. I mean, or having called Linkin Rhymes Sign of the Times or something. Is the. <laughs> It, it doesn't make any sense that he's he's got such an unusual name and no. n- nothing's made of it. Well, yeah, I, I mean, particularly the rhyming part. Linking, you know, so he links things. I think he should rhyme them, you know. Well, he should, yeah. When Instead of doing all that thing where he goes, oh, silicon, sand, fragments of broken glass, he should, he should do yes, it in a rhyming should. couplet or something, shouldn't he? I don't want to leave us all in the lurch, but that could only have come from a church. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah and if somebody was playing like a yeah, loop in yeah. the background bring, bring. <laughs> or a little not pan pipes but a little for <laughs> some shit like that yeah yeah you see, it would have only taken that little minor adjustment and I'd have wanted to watch it <laughs> that would be fucking obscure it's a bit like Oh my god! I should. Sorry, I should. I should. Um, uh, I don't. I don't want to break it to you as suddenly as this. But at the end of the episode, he loses use the of his toe. Uh, use uh, of his big toe. Yeah, yeah. That's a shame because my dad's a milky toe yeah. could have been his stunt toe. Could have. It could have yeah, been. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. It could have attached a camera to yeah. it. Couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Toe cam. Fucking hell. There was um. There was a funny bit in it where um. There was two detectives. What the first victim got killed. Because one of the things is something to do with the theme of the killing being Narcissus and the the woman who got killed. It's all really, it's all really clumpily done. Right, okay. you know, all the all the serial killers are all supposed to be. They all have a 
they seem to have that thing of like, oh, they're really clever and they're really cultured. Oh, yeah, of course. It's not obvious, is it? We're going to need a fucking genius to work this out. So the the first victim was like, um, was themed on Narcissus. So it was, um, get this, Nick, and I'm not sure if you'll get the the subtle hidden dimensions of this. Um, So the first victim was um, a woman who's on Instagram who seemingly only took pictures of herself. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and um, he killed her um, in a bath with a glass lid on the top of it um, with lots of uh, flowers that were around um, the picture of Narcissus in a painting. And it was like, no. oh, God, he's really, it's really subtle. How does it, <laughs> yeah, where does it, whatever could the meaning That's be? gone over my head. So um, <clears throat> these two, um, these two hard-bitten detectives went to interview this victim's friend and um, he said, uh, like, uh, did she, was she, like, self-centred? You know, was, she, was it, you know, a lot about herself? And she went, no, no. He said, what about her, what about her social media? And she said, no, let me give you an example. And she pulled up this picture. <laughs> and it was of this woman taking a picture of herself saying, um, when you look as good as this, uh, when you wake up or something, you could look at yourself every day, all day. <laughs> and, okay. uh, and it was like, yeah. what the fuck? I mean, it couldn't, it couldn't yeah. be more ham-fisted. And then the guy said, um, <laughs> "So, how, how many people would have? How many? How many people would have seen that on Instagram?" And she said, "Well, she's got, um, she's got ten thousand followers, but like anybody could, anybody could see the picture. You know, it could be like hundreds of thousands of people could have seen it." And the detective, one detective looks at the other and just like goes, wait, he didn't say it, but he, he looks at his image and just say, fucking hell, where, where did they get this stuff from? As if, like he'd, as if like he'd never heard of social media before that moment. So so these characters are obviously the same kind of characters who would be on Tipping Point. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Linking rhymes. The search for column two. Oh, it was it's just awful man. so one to avoid awful. on sky tv excellent good yeah, good. yeah. fuck that off yeah i've got a kids um, i've got a kids show next oh um, yeah because obviously uh with a little eight-year-old in the house you tend to end up watching a lot of kids tv uh and uh, a netflix original that i've never seen it's been it's been going a while it's a couple two or three series it's called cupcake and dino general services um Quite a wittily written thing, um, uh, with with that sort of, uh, you know, almost. What would you? I mean, it's it's not the post um, animation aesthetic of the uh, of the uh, early Disney years, and it's not the sort of the the two D action of like the the, the Spider Man comics in the sixth uh, and Hanna Barbera, uh, Hanna Barbera, 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 yeah. Hanna Barbera. Anyway, them. Um, it's almost like kiddie drawn, hand drawn, that kind of style, uh, and it essentially uh, involves a, a cupcake uh, whose head can come off, and a large green dinosaur doing odd jobs. Oh, is he yellow? Doing odd jobs for people, and and there's a woman in it called Granny Steak, who is a steak in knickers with a pair of legs, who's really strong. It is fucking weird, um, and I, I think it's one of those cartoons, a little bit like BoJack Horseman. Which is actually supposed to be for adults. Uh, well, I mean, Bojack Horseman is for adults, clearly. Uh, yeah. But um, this, you know, it, it's it's weird enough and silly enough for Ivy to quite enjoy it. But some of it is just 
fab. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, so on um, on cupcake then. Yeah. Uh, is is cupcake's eyes in the icing? Yes. Yes. He's basically his so eyes and his mouth where's... are in the icing, uh, and then the, his body ah. and his arms and legs come out of the the uh, the cup uh, as opposed to the icing yeah. at the top. Um, and yeah, and sometimes his head comes off and then just lands back on his body. Um, it's it's really silly. It's really silly. Granny, so this this Granny Steak character. Yeah, yeah. I want to know a bit more about her. So she just looks like a big steak. She's a big steak with, with a wrinkly on. face, uh, and she's got a pair of pants on, and uh, and she'll she'll turn. I think she's got a stick as well, and she'll turn up and say something outrageous and move on. I'd love to have some examples for you, but I can't. I, I sat watching it with Ivy, and at first I was uh, d- doing something else. I was I think I was preparing for a meeting thing. Uh, online and then it just took me over and I sat and watched it for quite a bit and thought this is really clever so oh yeah God. worth a go so and what channels that on oh, it's a Netflix one it's a Netflix ah. it's a Netflix original so yeah oh well I'm gonna check out yeah Cup- Cupcake and Dino General Services yes. I think it's just called Cupcake and Dino but the theme tune it's like Cupcake and Dino Cupcake and Dino General Services this ain't really quickly so yeah it's ah. really daft Oh, and, I shall try and that worth then. a go, worth a go. I, I again, if I'd have, um, if I'd have had more forethought, I would have written stuff down. But it would make no sense. It's, it's, it's. You know, it's no. like telling somebody about your dream. You know, it's like me saying about Shabani and the Tigers. It's, it's utterly fucking ludicrous unless you're watching it yourself. So uh, have a look yeah. at it and uh, see what you think. I will. Yeah. Your I'll turn. Watch it, and we shall, we'll compare notes. Yes, we must on that one. Um. My last one, yeah, um, and I'm I'm not going to go into it in depth um, because I'm only two episodes in. Oh. So my my last one is an, it's another Netflix, and it's Border Town. That's that's the English name for okay. it. Okay, um, it's a Finnish detective like noir yeah, yeah. F- series. Um, uh, it's so far it's very good. It's very well acted. Okay. It, it very very well acted um um but i'll i'll go into that more next week once i've watched a few more okay. but one of the things that um struck me when i first put it on was i knew that it was well actually i didn't know it was finnish um but i knew that it was foreign language right um so when i put it on um their de- the default on netflix was to have it in the dubbed version oh, okay Oh fucking hell! It was like, like after like twenty seconds, I was like, "Oh no, it's the dubbed version." I don't, I, I don't like stuff that's dubbed. So went into the settings, changed it onto you know original language, and with subtitles. But the guy who they've got to do the voice of the main <laughs> character is absolutely bears absolutely no resemblance to the voice of the actual bloke who's acting. Just no, nothing like it at all. No, in no way. It's about four octaves different. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, that's, ridiculous. I suppose what they're banking on, if you're going to listen to the dubbed version, is that you'll never go back and listen to the uh, original language uh, with the subtitles. So I suppose but that might yeah. happen quite a lot. I've never watched um, any uh, uh, other uh, you know, films in um, other languages, I don't think. Oh, no, that's not true. I saw. So, you know, I was in the Up and Under film. 
uh, yeah. back when I was acting many, many, many years ago. Uh, and I played the ref and I saw the Spanish language version of it. Oh, and the person brilliant. who does my voice has like fucking Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> it's really, really high pitched voice. So that's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Quite good. It actually made me question what my voice sounds like, because in my head, <laughs> it's not that. Yeah, I can reassure you, do not sound like Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, that's all right. Do you, do you know the name of, do you ever see the cartoon with Speedy Gonzalez's cousin in it? Oh, yes. Yeah. He had a few of those, didn't they, with him in it? I don't, yeah, yes. I think his name was Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yes, so, uh, but I didn't sound like Spoke. I sounded like Speedy Gonzalez, apparently. So there you go. Or maybe no. maybe the Spanish, maybe the, the people dubbing it went, they're going to hate this character. Let's just fucking kick it on. We'll, <laughs> we'll edit it heavily and just cut the character out. Just say all the lines really fast. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. You don't really feel that like it captured your essence then? Oh, I think it captured something. Possibly not my essence. I, it's made me want to see if I can find the audio of that for next week's pod. Uh, well, I've got it on DVD. I've never unwrapped it. I was I was given it as a gift, and I've never unwrapped it. Uh, it's it's still oh. mint in the wrapper. Um, so there you go. Uh, but no, I I, I saw it uh, and um, at somebody's house, and they've got it on with the Spanish subtitles because they have a uh, Spanish wife. And they'd put it on like yeah. that, and uh, and I, they started laughing. I think I was in the kitchen. They said, "Nick, Nick, come here, come here, listen, listen." And uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was surprised. <laughs> right, I think that's all of our viewing for this yes, week. Yes, well, and I, I did see the first episode of the new series of Bosch, but I'm not going to tell anybody anything oh. about it. No, 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 I don't want to because it's brilliant. Bosch is excellent, no. great character study, brilliantly acted, fantastic moods. Uh, so. Watch it. That's all I'm saying. Just watch it. It's brilliant. There you go. Yes, watch it. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us with what you've been watching, some recommendations oh, yes, please. or things things that you've watched that have been on the same kind of level as Lincoln Rhyme, search for The Bone Collector. Um, if you want to send us those, you can email those to us at weakpointspodcast at gmail.com. Or we've now got an Instagram Um uh, which put a surprise on that American detective's face because he didn't even, he couldn't even understand that there was such a thing as <laughs> image sharing on the internet. Um, and, and that's Weak Points Podcast on Instagram. So um, send us your um, suggestions yeah. um, for uh, things for us to watch. Yeah, or do us a, or do us a little um, sound file. Send us a sound file. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, we've yeah. got one. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on next week, I think. Uh, yes, yes, we've got we've got a sound file from a guest a guest uh, reviewer uh, who's seen something on Netflix. So there you go. Yes, we've got a few sound clips for next week. So thank you very much for listening to us this week, and we'll see you all again next week. See, see ya. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.